the weather's getting colder, the division races are getting tighter, and we are getting excited-er. Let's dive right in. Go! Waves in NFL Confidence Pool podcast that uses words that we just make up on the spot like exciteder. I'm your host, Mac. And I'm your ho ho host, Bob. Oh, jeez. Hello, ho ho host, Bob. You just could not make it past 50 seconds without doing a Christmas reference. I and really, really tried. I, I was hoping you would save them all for next week. Next week, we do have Christmas Chaos Classic episode where Bob and I are going to whiz through two weeks worth of NFL picks. So you'll definitely want to join us for that one. But of course, we need to focus on this week coming up, week 14 of the NFL We have a lot going on here. We've got some more injuries. As you mentioned, a lot of the playoff races are getting pretty tight and some things are starting to take shape, like who's maybe going to be clinching some playoff berths and potentially some uh, top seeds coming within the next couple of weeks. So yeah, there's lots going on. It's exciting time, excitinger time in football as we speak. Nice word. I like that. Yes, there's a lot going on. Um, There's only been one team in the AFC eliminated from playoff contention, and there's only been one um, team in the NFC eliminated from playoff contention. So a lot is still up in the air. Would you mind giving us and all of our fans an update of which teams those are? The two teams that have been eliminated, first and foremost, very lucky for them. They have some great draft picks coming their way in April. Um, But yeah, the first team is the Houston Texans. They've won one game all year, so they have had a very dismal season. They don't have a lot to look forward to, uh, unfortunately, for Houston fans. And the other team is is it fair? And huh? yeah, huh? what's the other team? Uh, the other team. Um, well, the Rams are only one loss away from being eliminated. If that okay, and what's the other team that has been currently eliminated? <clears throat> the Bears. Say it one more time a little louder for the people in the back. Oh, you're going to make me say it again? (laughs) Would you mind? My Chicago Bears. Oh, it's like it's Christmas morning over here. (laughs) Whoa. What the heck? You were cheering for the Bears. All of a sudden, I'm in the Christmas spirit. (laughs) That's all it took, apparently. That's all it took. No, I am sorry about the Bears. I actually did not know that they have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Um, but like you said, they're, they're just going to be in the running for a good pick next year. They've got a good quarterback who has come to develop quite that a was bit, nice. quite a bit this year. So they're just going to get some pieces and build around him. I'm sure they're going to build around Justin. Um, and yeah, next year is going to be our year. But for the here yeah. and now, we're. we're re- we're rebuilding a little bit, and uh, there's a mm. lot to be excited about. So I'm also in the Christmas spirit over here in Chicago. Okay. Love to hear it. I'm also in the Christmas spirit because my boys, the Lions, are back in the playoff hunt. 
Just need a couple more wins. We need to help a little bit of help from some other teams, but very, very doable. And we'll see what happens with, with my boys. It's nice to be a little excited. It's amazing how things can change in just a few weeks. And it all started mm. back in the good old beautiful city of Chicago. Yep. One of our teams went one way after that weekend and has lost six straight. And one of our teams has gone the other way and find themselves in the thick of the NFC wildcard hunt. So, yeah, you know, while I'm very happy for my best friend, I really wish that the, uh, the roles could be reversed, but Hey, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I've been eating a lot of cake recently. So, um, I'll, I'll let you have just this one piece. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, that's a good friend right there. Allowing me to have the lions being somewhat successful. <laughs> you know what? You can have it this year, but don't get too, too used to it. How about that? All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. One thing we have been getting used to is losing. We Every single week in Making Waves Confidence Pool, we come on here, we act like we know our stuff, and then we turn around and MJ, Mojo Magic, Bob's dad's girlfriend, wins two weeks out of the entire season. So it's just lovely. We need to still find her. We need to destroy her. And actually, before I knew that she won this last week, I was talking about the first place player or the first place team, and I called them an absolute buffoon. And then Bob told me, Bob told me it was Mary Jo. So Mary Jo, I apologize. You are not a buffoon. You clearly, we are the buffoons because we can't win a week to save our lives. Yeah, Mac was like, we need to get this buffoon, or hopefully they pick someone and they're an absolute buffoon for the last pick on Monday night. I was like, well, uh, little sweet old nurse Mary Jo is in first. Um, so yes. MJ, you were not a buffoon. Um, you were the complete opposite with winning two out of the last three weeks. And, you know, Chip Shot, my dad, he is currently in first place overall. And um, even the the New York or uh, the Colorado G-Men, they've won their uh, weekly Buco Buck. So we've got four weeks to do it. We've got a fun episode today. We've got Christmas Chaos next week. And I feel like the magic around Christmas is really good for making waves. We won twice around Christmas last year. So we're in the exact same position and you know what? We might be out of it for the whole year, uh, but we definitely still have some buco bucks on our mind, which would be really nice for buying some Christmas gifts coming up. So I'm, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic. All right. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, do you have, do you want to give a quick update as to how we did? I mean, obviously I'm sure the fans can piece together. We did not win this past week, Spoiler but do you want to alert. give any sort of update as to how, how we're looking? Um, no. You do not. Okay. I actually do. I just wish we had some better news. But yeah, so last week uh, we had our best start literally ever in the almost two full years that we've been doing this. We have never started off a week like we did last. Uh, we started the week off great with the, the Bills win. I'm like, okay, we've got a couple Thursday wins in a row. And we did not miss one single game through the 1 o'clock 12 uh, Central Standard Time window. We were undefeated through the first 10 games, our only non-win being the tie between the Giants and the Commanders, and we only had two points on the Giants. So through the first 10 games, we truly were in primetime position. We were looking like the Bugo Bucks were absolutely ours. And then reality smacked us across the face like it has many a times, just like a nice vanilla pie smacking me in the face 11 times. We were hit with Four out of five losses in the last five. Uh, we lost the Dolphins at three, and that was without Jimmy G, so that one hurt. Uh, we lost the Chiefs at nine, and, man, those pesky Bengals 
Patty Mahomes just can't beat him. We lost the Chargers to the surprisingly hot Raiders at six. And in a last-ditch effort to have a chance at the Buko Bucks come Monday night, we switched our confidence from the Cowboys, which was our highest at 15. We switched them to 10 uh, against the Colts, and it was looking pretty promising through three quarters. And then, yeah, the Cowboys ended up winning by about 40. So we, yeah, listened, we switched we, to the Colts from the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, so we had the Cowboys at 15. We switched it from 10 to 15 or 15 to 10, and we put it at the Colts. Uh, obviously, we missed, we missed that game. We wouldn't have if we had a chance at the Buko Bucks um, for the season. But yeah, overall, we got 90 points. Didn't win the Buko Bucks, but you know what? We're winning them this weekend. I can feel it in my bones. Kenya, because I feel like you say that. Nope. Most weeks. Oh, okay. This never one's said different. that. This is this is the first time I've ever said it. It's Christmas time, so this one's oh, different. Okay, this one is definitely different. It holds a little more weight because it's yeah. nearing Christmas time. Yeah, um, Christmas All time. right, fair enough. Well, obviously, we're going to put uh, the last week behind us. We're going to look forward to this next week, week 14 of the NFL. But before we dive in, of course, it's time for a quick little injury report. And by little, I mean long because there's always a ton of injuries. Did you Let's have something up. that did you have something that you were going to say? Oh no, I was just oh, smiling. Oh, sorry, I'm, you, I'm, I'm a, you were just smiling ear to ear. I thought you were going to chime in with something, but you're just happy to be on the podcast, huh? Honestly, um, I literally just thought of a advertisement in my head for later on in the episode. I was laughing about it, <laughs> about it. so I apologize. Already planning ahead, Robert. Yes, but um, I digress. Hit us with the injuries, please, injury queen. All right, so we've got, definitely got a couple and a couple big ones of note. First up, we have Lamar Jackson. He suffered a knee injury, and he is questionable. He ended up not playing the whole game this past weekend, gave us quite the scare because Tyler Huntley, the backup, was playing against the Denver Broncos. They were looking like they were going to lose for a minute there. And then he, backup quarterback, does a game-winning drive. I'm texting Bob, all excited. I don't hear anything back from Bob for about an hour because, unfortunately, the uh, Bears had also just lost in uh, some devastating fashion. But it was pretty exciting to watch, you know, have somebody come in there. Obviously, Lamar is a big part of their team, so hopefully he's feeling better soon. Uh, Some other big parts of teams, Von Miller for the Buffalo Bills. He is out for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, that is some big news for the Buffalo Bills. He's a big piece that they acquired in the offseason to try to take them to a Super Bowl. So we'll see what they're able to do, if they're able to come up with something to try and replace him a little bit. Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals is questionable. He had a concussion. He did not play this last week. I believe he actually hasn't played for two weeks. He's still questionable. Jerry Judy and Portland Sutton of the Denver Broncos are both also questionable. So that team is just struggling all the way around pretty much. Uh, They are not looking great. Uh, Josh Jacobs, obviously an incredible running back for the Las Vegas Raiders, one that they rely on heavily. He is questionable. He has a quadricep injury. So he is questionable to play this weekend, which would be a big blow for them if they ended up losing him. Matthew Stafford, another big one. He's been on our injury report the past couple of weeks. Uh, he was placed on injured reserve, and he will most likely be out for the rest of the season. Uh, there was a report that said he will have a healthy offseason, so I feel like that kind of says it all. Mm. 
Another really big quarterback to take into consideration, Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a foot injury. He broke his foot in the game on Sunday. Uh, His backup, Brock Purdy, I'll talk about him a little bit more later in the podcast, but he's got a pretty cool story, Uh, came in and helped the 49ers win. But Garoppolo, obviously, he's already their backup. Trey Lance got hurt earlier in the season. Uh, And Garoppolo will be out until at least the playoffs if the 49ers can keep that hope alive now that they have lost their starting quarterback. And finally, last but certainly not least, Chase Young, a big defensive end for the Washington Commanders. He is out this weekend. He obviously applies a lot of pressure for the Commanders. So that's another one that we need to take into consideration. Wow. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. The commanders are on a bye, so we don't need to take that one into consideration. Hmm. Okay. So well, never mind. Sounds like he's got a, another week to rest up. So good thing for Chase. Yes. Thank goodness. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Obviously, some big quarterbacks on that list, some other big, well-known names, and all things need to consider heading into week 14, which we are about to kick off right now, Thursday night, 8.15 p.m., but actually, before we do, Bob texted me earlier today, in, or I'm sorry, earlier yesterday, and said he wanted to switch up the format of tonight's podcast. So, Bob, I'll let you take it away with your thought process. I figured I probably shouldn't jump into the game if we don't explain what we're doing tonight. Yes, I was about to say, I was like, oh, man, we're just diving in. And yeah, sorry. Our, uh... they're, they're, fans need to catch on. Just get on board. We're, we're Trains leaving the station. We're just hoping that those wave riders just jump on their wave and figure it out whenever they figure it out. Hop so, on that surfboard, ride the wave, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. That's our motto for the day. But, yeah, so we are switching it up a little bit to keep things spicy uh, because, you know what, we have not been doing great with our confidence levels or our picks. So we figured, why not switch it up? We got this this weekend. We got Christmas chaos next weekend. But, yeah, so for tonight what we're doing is we are divvying up the games um, – Shout out Divi. Love Divi Bikes. But we are divvying up the games the same way we usually do with Mac um, having the analysis for Thursday night game, a.k.a. tomorrow night's game, and then me, then her, and all the way to the end of the week. So for the game tomorrow night, Mac is going to get to pick the winner, and I am going to get to pick the confidence. And then my first game, I pick the winner. She picks the confidence, and then you can you can catch on and ride the wave from there, everyone. But, yeah, and the only caveat to that is we both have one override splash where if after the game and analysis have been um, completed and the confidence is on the board if the other person disagrees with either then they can use their override um, override not override and uh, basically switch up whatever they want for that particular game so a lot of power in the override you got to be strategic with it you got to be you know you got to think ahead and we will see what happens but I'm pretty stoked. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm very excited. I thought that was a great idea when you texted me and told me you want to switch it up and then sent me what you were thinking. So I love it. I'm always down to try something new. Um, Obviously, it's going to be good for us to switch some things up here, and hopefully this will get our juices flowing a little bit more to be able to determine who might win this weekend. So I'm excited. And now we can officially jump right in dive right in, as you may say, into the Thursday night game, 8.15 p.m. Overrides. Oh, oh, you're already overriding? <laughs> so the game is not tomorrow night at, at 8.15 p.m., Thursday night? Correct. Correct. Uh, oh, fi- when would you like fi- the game to be? Uh, 7.15 uh, Central Standard Time. Sorry. Oh, Continue. okay. All right. Thursday night, 
7.15 Central Standard Time. You Thank just you. use your one override. No more. Oh, shoot. Sweet. I'm choosing the Lions, baby. <laughs> oh. All right. Thursday night, 8.15 p.m., 7.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. I've been trying to say this multiple times. The Las Vegas Raiders. But then I was getting cut off. At so the Los Angeles Rams. So this is my game. So as Bob mentioned, I'm going to choose the team here. And for me, this one was pretty clear cut. Unfortunately, the Rams are pretty down and out right now. They do not have their uh, starting quarterback anymore. They do not have their hot shot MVP caliber wide receiver in Cooper Cup. The Rams are not doing good. As you mentioned, they are really close to being knocked out of playoff contention entirely. On the other hand, the Raiders have also not been doing too good. They are not the team that any of us thought they were going to be. I feel like we've said that every single week this week so far, but we still see some splashes from them. We still see some hope here and there with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. I really hope he plays. They did it again this past weekend. They did that run game. They gouged the Chargers defense, just like we were talking about. It was unfortunate for us, but I think they're going to have another good week here. And I'm going with the Raiders this Thursday night. Okay. I guess all I have to say on that other than my confidence is I do agree with your pick. Okay. So this is – sorry? No override. No override on this one other than the time of the game, obviously, being in, in, you know, central standard time other than Eastern standard time. But, yeah, this is easy for me because I had the same choice, and now I guess I just have to say my confidence that I had. And I had them at four. So first confidence – is at four. Uh, Mac looks like she did not have that same confidence. So Shoosh. this is going to get spicy fast. I did not have them at four. I have them much, much higher than that. Um, but I'm going to save my override. And I guess I'm just going to put them at four. And I'll have to move some things around later on with my number four confidence. Okay. Well, that's the fun of... Uh, what do we call this, by the way? It's not Christmas chaos. Should we just call it... I have no idea. <laughs> early December Dazzler. Sure. <laughs> okay, like this is the day. Maybe to is- incorporate all the other holidays, we could call this the holiday hustle. Well, yeah, I, I guess that makes a little bit more sense than early December Dazzler. Instead so. of just Christmas. You know, we, we here are making waves. We are inclusive. We're we're very encompassing of all, all shapes, sizes, holidays, everything. So I really like holiday hustle. Love that. Okay, perfect. Let's continue this holiday hustle into Sunday, the 1 o'clock slate of games. Ooh, this is going to be a good one here. We've got the New York Jets. Mike White currently led New York Jets at Buffalo Bills. Yes. So, and also, um, side note. Hi, Summit. um, Side note. If, I guess, like, after I do the analysis, obviously, if you disagree with the game, add any analysis. But if we have the same team, we'll just... Keep on trucking along with the hustle? Yep, I think so. I think just the strategy you just took there at the first game, I think that's perfect. And you'll know if I'm going to override it because I'm going to splash you. Oh, man, I don't want to get splashed. It's too cold here in Chicago. But, yes, we got Jets and Bills. Speaking of cold places, oh, good segue, Bob. It's like I'm learning from someone. Cold, Buffalo, Bills. Honestly, Bills are once again um, looking like the Bills of old. They had a very great Sunday, even though they didn't even play. Literally everybody else in their division lost. The Dolphins lost, the Jets lost, and the Patriots, they beat them on Thursday, so they lost this week. 
And most importantly for the Bills with this new playoff format of the of the extended wildcard team, so there's only one bye. With the Chiefs losing to the Bengals on Sunday, the Bills are now back in the number one spot. They control their own destiny for that home field advantage throughout. They are home in Buffalo. The Jets, they've been looking better. They lost a tough game to Minnesota, which, man, they just keep proving me wrong that they really are a good team. So, uh, once again, uh, very sorry, Vikings Nation. You are better than I think even I give you credit for. But, yeah. Um, I digress. The Bills, they've got Josh Allen. They've get, uh, got Stephon Diggs. They've got a really mean defense, even without Von Miller. And I think out of everywhere in the NFL, Buffalo is the biggest home field advantage with Bills Mafia breaking tables, breaking the other team hearts. So I think uh, the team that I believe will win this game in the tundra of Buffalo on Sunday is the home squad, the Bills. I do not disagree with you there. No override coming from me on that one. I also have the Bills winning that game. I do think the Jets are going to put up more of a fight than probably people think. Um, Mike White, I think he's doing a good job trying to earn his spot there and keep it keep it out of the hands of Zach Wilson, keep him riding the pine. But, yes, like that, Buffalo Bills. And I've got them at pretty high, so I'll be curious to see your confidence here. But I've got the Bills at double digits. I've got them at 10. Oh, 10. Yep. <laughs> Save your override. Save your override. God. Save your override. Okay. 10 it is, man. So it is. sounds like we are both very uh, far apart on our confidence two games in, but that's the fun of holiday hustle. That is the fun of the holiday hustle. You know, you're just moving and grooving and trying to get all these things done, the holiday hustle, and we're just moving and grooving through all these games. We sure are. We sure are. We sure are. All right, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals, the battle for the worst state in the United States, Ohio. <laughs> that Sorry, I sh- Vince. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Vince and Maddie. Sorry, Vince and Maddie. She doesn't mean it. Great. We just lost 20 per- Did you tell me to say that? We just lost 20% of our fans right there. <laughs> Two of our most loyal fans literally are oh, from Ohio. Man. They went to Sorry, Ohio it's University. I'm from Michigan, you know? Have you ever seen that chart that says the state everyone hates based on where they grew up? And I I'm pretty sure have. Michigan's is Ohio. <laughs> and you know what? To be quite frank, I think a lot of states is Ohio. And quick question. Didn't one of your lovely sisters um and brother-in-laws yeah they sorry kennedy don't, don't they currently live in ohio still they do not anymore but sorry kennedy sorry carson uh, they Bend. now live in indiana which is a close close comparison in my opinion that is hey no no uh no hatred on the the midwest states but just just a little bit i guess yeah i don't know there's just not much up in the midwest except for good old mitten with all those great great lakes yeah, and of course, anyways, we digress once again. Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals, the great state of Ohio. They're competing for it. We've you got obviously the Cleveland Browns. Bob and I are no longer rooting for them ever again, even though we chose them last weekend to beat the Houston Texans. To beat the Houston Texans. Those dang Houston Texans. Oh, I hate those Texans. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Obviously, Deshaun Watson played and had a decent game. Uh, That's all we need to say about that. But I think he's going to get it stuffed to him this weekend by the Cincinnati Bengals. They have been hot. Joey Cool, J. 
Joe Burrow has been back at it. They've been lighting it up, looking like the team from last year. Jamar Chase is finally back. It's exciting to see them kind of come into their own because they came out and they were duds at the beginning of the season. Not at all what anybody expected with that target on their back. And they are looking, they're looking a lot more like their playoff end of last season run self. I think they're gonna hand it this hand it to the Browns this weekend. And yeah, I've got the Bengals. Okay, I completely agree once again. So we are three for three with our actual choices. All right. My confidence level here is higher. I know we were talking about Deshaun last week and how it's very easy to choose high against the Browns now. And I definitely ran with that. So this is a little spoiler alert, a double digit confidence, but barely double digit. So uh, just like in the Olympics, it's a perfect 10 for the Bengals. But you can't do 10 because I just did 10 for the Bills and the Jets. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Like I said, this is even better than 10. This is 11. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's scary. That's kind of high. Oh, Mac is thinking about using her override. Nope, I'm not. I was just looking at my confidences to see how I could possibly move those around. I'm just trying to, trying to adjust some numbers here. Apparently, I don't know how Holiday Hustle works because our last confidence, 10. Next one. I'm going 10. <laughs> oh, Apparently not. But what's interesting is you are the one, my friend, that uh, came up with the Holiday Hustle idea. Hmm. So it's just, a, it's just kind of interesting, you know? I wish I had a quick way to come back to that one. I do not. So that's just a perfect <laughs> segue to uh, head on down to Texas. All right. Yeah, let's just move on. Oh, my gosh. There's so many battles for states. And actually, I don't like the state of Texas either. So there's this battle for another state, Texas. If you're listening and you're from Texas, see ya. Houston Texans at Dallas Cowboys. This is your game. Hit Everything's- us with it. Bigger in Texas, and I think this game is going to be one of the biggest blowouts of the season. I don't have much to add to this game other than I truly think for the first time in a long time, the Cowboys are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. They have looked like the best team. And I know, sorry, Big T, I know you're probably sitting there like, what the hell, Bob? The Eagles are still two games ahead of them in the division. Yes, they are, but they are now 10-3. and They got Dak back. That running game between Zeke and Pollard is unstoppable. C.D. Lamb is easily looking like he's a top five receiver all of a sudden. And, yeah, no fun offense to my guy, Lovey Smith and the Texans. But, yeah, I mean, they're far and away the worst team in the NFL. I think the Cowboys are playing, like, a top three, four, five, maybe even two best team in the NFL. So this one was easy for me. I got the Cowboys. Would love to hear your confidence on this one. All right. I also have the Cowboys. I disagree that they are a Super Bowl team. Uh, They always choke in the playoffs. And I just could see it happening again easily. I don't know. Dak's got something wrong with him when it comes to uh, January, February. (laughs) I'm going to have to text Dak now and tell him to. I'm burning so many bridges right now. Everyone that lives in Texas, everyone that lives in Ohio is just like Bob's our favorite host. Zero Fs given right now for me during Holiday Hustle. I'm also going to have to text Dak now and tell him to plug his ears at 2710 when you talk about (laughs) he just has something wrong with him. But sorry, continue. But it's true. They choke every year in the playoffs. You can't deny that. They do. Dak, we're going to send you some swag. I'm I'm really sorry. No, we're not. (laughs) I'm going to send you some swag. (laughs) But I don't. It's not the playoffs right now. And I don't disagree. So I have the Cowboys and I have them at 13. Ding, ding, ding. Holiday hustle. You would have put them at 13 had you had the confidences? Absolutely. 
Um, I know that I don't want this to be an explicit episode, but yeah, I, I know you love what I say, this, but yeah, gun to my head, I'd say 13, boom. I hate when you say that. <laughs> explicit. Oh, dear Lord. All right, let's move along. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. Oh. Baby. Interesting yes. how this is your game. It just always works out for you, doesn't it? It works out good for you because you can override it if you disagree. So oh. I think you planned it that way. <laughs> no, I, yes. Okay, so anyways, Vikings-Lions, going to be a great game. Obviously, interdivisional I've been the one, of course, all season long talking about how the Vikings are actually a good team. Bob's been the one all season long talking about how the Vikings are not a good team. The Lions, obviously, as I have mentioned, have won three out of the past four. The one that they lost, they just barely lost to the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. It was devastating. My heart was still slightly broken. But they got some of that back with a very handed win over the Jags this past weekend. 40 points. I like to see it from my uh, Detroit Lions. The offense is firing on all cylinders. We got Jamison Williams, who just came back from his ACL injury. Ah, Just looking excited to be out there, to be a Lion, to add some speed to our team that's already doing really, really well. Either way, though, we're playing the Vikings this weekend. Not looking forward to it. Uh, Vikings, I do think, are a very solid defense. But I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Oh, my. We need this win to make it to the playoffs. I think we have what it takes. I think it's going to be a close game. Obviously, you've brought this up many, many times. The Minnesota Vikings have not won by more than one possession, right? Is that correct still? As far as I'm concerned, I will check it right now, but I know okay. they only won by five on Sunday, so it should okay. be. Okay, I'm pretty sure they have not won one time this year by more than one possession. The Lions have lost a couple by more than one possession when we had some serious injuries, but when our offense is firing, when we score like those 30-plus points, they've all been neck-in-neck games. I think no matter what, this is going to be a very close game. I'm super excited for it. If we win, we have such good chances to make the playoffs, but we're not getting ahead of ourselves. I'm just excited to see this game. We haven't played the Vikings yet this year. Come on, Lions. I'm going with them. And I'm waiting to see if you are going to override. Sorry, so I am. So Okay, so I'm looking into this real quick, and then I have a lot to say real quick. So they lost the first game of the season. Oh, no. Okay, yes, they, they won the first game 23-7 to against the Packers. So that was the only game. Whatever, that doesn't. That doesn't that doesn't count because it's stinky. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really happy. There's hundreds of miles between us right now because alert, alert, oh. alert, overridden, folks. I knew and you I, were gonna do that. And I'm so sorry. And I'm because... gonna override your override. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's just making rules, folks, on the fly. I truly. I do think this is going to be a good game. And you would be proud of me if you saw my confidence. Obviously, you get to choose it. So I'm assuming it's going to be like a 12 or... Uh, no, you get to choose it. Because you just oh. overrode my... My pick was the Lions. Oh, my God. This is... Apparently, I do get my cake and I get to eat it, too. This is fun. Holiday hustle, baby. Yes, I really don't like doing this to my best friend. I don't like seeing the big smile disappear from her face, thanks to me. But... We're late in the season. He says as he's smiling. I'm smiling because I'm looking at you, and you're probably 
picturing what you would be doing to my face right now if you were in the same room. But <laughs> yeah, I really am just a guy that wants to win the Buco Bucks. And yeah, the Lions have been playing a lot better. They've beaten some division opponents. They gave the Bills all they could handle and and much more. And they beat the absolute wheels off of a pesky Jags team on Sunday. So props to the Lions, props to one of my favorite non-Bears, Jamal Williams, leading the NFL in um, touchdowns. I'm really just trying to, really trying to ease the tension Just give it to here. me straight. Why are you choosing the Vikings? They win close games. They always find a way to win. Um, they have won a couple legit games in a row. And yeah, I... I love hearing be- you say this after... Every week so far this season, you have said they're a fake good team. Yes, but that was before they beat the Patriots and the Jets back-to-back, and those are two solid teams. So three out of the last four weeks, they've beaten the Bills, the Patriots, and now the Jets. Yeah, sprinkled in there, they lost 40-3 to at home to the Cowboys. But, yeah, the Vikings win close games, and them beating the Jets last week solidified that for me. And it just so happens that it was right before they're playing your boys. So, to me, you're not choosing for the Vikings. You're choosing against the Lions, but it's fine. Hey, I knew you were going to no. override it anyway, how, so that's why I went ta- with them. How many cha- times have I chosen your boys this year? A, a pretty solid amount. And you still have your More override. More than last I- year. Yes, yes. Th- see? And mm-hmm. I would like to see your boys sneak into the playoffs because I'd like to see you happy about it. So oh, all that to thanks. be said, I, I do feel bad about what I <laughs> – She just tooted. Excuse her. That was rude. I do feel bad about what uh, – I just did there, but on my sheet it says Vikings, and next to Vikings it says it says three. So Vikings at a field goal. Ah, three, you say? Yep. Vikings All at three. All right, I guess I'll move some other things around. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along to the next game, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. She just wears her emotions on her sleeves, folks. You got, you gotta love it. Can't you can no, never tell? she's fine. Honestly, I knew you were gonna override it, and so that's why I was like, "F it, I'm just going with the lines." Because how did I, you know I was? How did I know? Oh my gosh! I get it. Yeah. I get it. So There's yes, no way to know. Oh man, that was that was a fun five minutes there. And you know what? These are not our final picks, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm up for no, you. No, they are because you overwrote it. So these are final. These are set in stone, written. Like I'm I carving s- them in stone on my end as we speak. Okay, great. So make sure to. Oh, oh Summit. Summit. Summit does not like that. Summit hated mom's carving noise. And you know what? Honestly, um, I can literally see her carving in a rock right now. So she's telling the truth. But yeah, on to the beautiful state she, of Tennessee. She didn't like it because I also got the jackhammer out do, 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 for the carving oh, in the stone. So she didn't another, like that. Oh, there's Summit. Another, <laughs> very reali- another very realistic jackhammer noise. Da, 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 Man. <laughs> so, oh, oh, Summit. All uh, right, I'm going to let you start with this next game. The Jacksonville Jaguars oh. at Tennessee Titans. This is your game anyway, so take it away. Oh, yes. So we're in the beautiful, um, I almost just said state of Nashville. We're in the beautiful city of Nashville. And yeah, this game is easy for me. Uh, the Jags, they're feisty, but they just got the wheels beaten off of them in Detroit. Um, the Titans also just got the wheels beaten off of them in Philly. These are two teams that are reeling, but one is not like the other. The Titans have A.J. Brown, the Titans have King Henry, and the Titans have a playoff pedigree team. Uh, they have a team that's shown to win uh, or to be able to win in December and January. Mike Vrabel, a great coach. Uh, Titans are at home. I've got them beating the Jags on Sunday. Boom. 
Okay, uh, Summit has calmed down, so I can now also talk and chime in. Um, I totally agree. I had the Titans. I'm not going to override that. I have this game, and I had it, I think, higher, but I think I had to move it down because of some other ones. So I have the Titans, and I have them at nine. Titans at nine, baby. Titans at nine, baby. All right, in this next game... We have the Philadelphia Eagles at New York Giants. And, man, we've got a lot of, I feel like, we've also got not just interstate games, but we've got a couple interdivisional games that have big implications, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, Giants kind of need to keep winning to stay alive. They're obviously also in the playoff hunt right now, and they're they're looking for that playoff spot. And Eagles, of course, as you mentioned, uh, are looking for their playoff berth, right, into the playoffs. So um, there's a lot at stake between this game, let alone it being interdivisional, which always gets a little chippy, a little little extra juice going into that game. This one was hard for me. I'm going to be completely honest because I know, shocking, right? Wow. The reason it was hard for me is because I feel like the Giants are going to come into this game and have it be like a must-win situation. And also, looking at last year, I think there is a lot that they can learn from last year. I understand the Eagles are an entirely different team, but last year I was looking and doing a little research. The Giants manhandled Jalen Hurts last year in one of their games. He had several turnovers. They had, I think it was like four interceptions or something like that. So they have a way to kind of contain him. And if they can do it again, this is kind of a must win for them. I feel like they need to prove themselves. I could see the Giants doing an upset here. I did still lean with the team who has shown some record. Yes, take a deep breath. Oh. I should actually go Giants because no, you, you already you used said, your override. No, I'm carving your stone over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jackhammer. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> I am still leaning Eagles, but I feel like this has some upset potential. So, well, heard it here first. What you, okay, heard it here first. Uh, upset potential in New York this Sunday. The battle of Big T against the battle of Eli. So, Big T versus Eli, mano y mano in the ring. Who's going to win? We'll see. I think it's going to be Big T. I agree that's going to be the Eagles. And I'm thinking an override might be a possibility here because my confidence that I have on this game is still available. It's pretty high. So it's on my sheet. And I, th- I feel like I need to be strategic here though, because if we get to the end and I'm just going off of what my sheet is and what we haven't already used, we could be screwed at the end here. But for this one, I am going to stick with what I have. Touchdown Eagles, touchdown, seven points, seven confidences. Mm. And uh, yeah, speak now or forever. Hold you p- your peace. Mm-hmm. Five, mm-hmm. four, no, there's Three. no countdown oh. here. Oh, sorry. This is interesting, though. It's not as far apart as I would have thought. I have the I have the Eagles and I have them low. But they're not that far apart. But I'm trying to look at my sheet here to see if there are other games that I think you're going to disagree with. And I'm pretty sure those will be the same. Bum, 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 there's bum, bum, one bum, more bum. game that I could see being different. What will yeah. she do, folks? Da, na, 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 na. 
as our wave riders patiently wait, I just want to remind everybody that we are 18 days from December 25th. All right, I'm going to leave it. Okay. Eagles I'm going to save, in save seven. my red. And it is carved right. in stone. Eagles at seven. All righty. Okay, so our next game here, we have the Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. This is your game to choose the team that you would like to select. You are absolutely right about these interdivisional and interstate matchups because this is another huge rivalry game. We got Baltimore. We got the Steelers. They don't like each other. The Steelers are getting hot. The Ravens just lost Lamar. It doesn't sound like he'll be playing on Sunday. This one was really, really tough for me. I wish I had the confidence, but that's the holiday hustle. I don't. I have the game. I know who I think is going to win. I hope we're on the same page. But even without Lamar, I think Hundley's going to be able to get it done. Uh, Steelers have won a couple games in a row, but they've beaten the the Colts and the Falcons. Not great teams. The Ravens still have a good defense. Huntley has been a pretty um, solid backup when he's had a chance. So I am going with Edgar Allan Poe in this matchup. Ooh, baby, baby. Interesting. Interesting selection there. Obviously, we have, like you mentioned, the um, the Lamar Jackson situation is a little bit concerning for me that he uh-huh. maybe won't play. And, oh, boy, oh, boy. It is with... This game in mind for why I saved my no override. <laughs> oh man! I am genuinely concerned about the Ravens, and I- I'm also concerned about the Steelers. Don't get me wrong there, but I am genuinely concerned about the Ravens. I feel like um, a couple weeks ago they barely came out alive against the Denver Broncos. Or no. This was this last weekend. They barely yep. came out alive against the Broncos. They lost to the Jags two weeks ago. They only beat the Panthers by 10. I don't know. I'm kind of concerned by about the Ravens right now. I'm especially concerned if Lamar doesn't play. So I actually went with the Steelers in this one because Kenny Pickett has been coming into his own a little bit more, a little bit, not a ton, and their defense has been looking better. The Steelers still have a lot of kinks they need to work out. This game to me, though, is concerning. And I think either way, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, So it's that Lamar Jackson being questionable that really pushed it over the edge for me. And I'm going with the Steelers. Okay. And And since you you effectively used your, yeah, your uh, override. So you got the confidence as well. Yep, you're right. I do have the confidence. I did keep this one very, very low. I kept it at one. This one's only a, a number one spot. But I I like the Steelers in this one. I don't know. It's at home I for respect them. It. And Ravens, Ravens are limping along a little bit. I respect it. Do you have any interest in hearing what I had confidence-wise for the Ravens or no? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I had Ravens for one. So I was Perfect. very... So this this worked out really really well. So we both. No, so I wish I I wish I overrode a more more important one for you, but that's all so right. I mean, that means that this. we're both on the same page. No hard feelings on either override. We're both happy with the other person's override. Oh this is yeah, great. none of us were hurt at all by their best friend during the, any override during this. No, a, a successful holiday hustle thus no far. This is great. No best friend hearts broken during the recording of this podcast. No, of course not. <laughs> Except for one of ours. But who cares about me? <laughs> oh. Oh, no. 
Who cares about me or the state of Ohio? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> to wipe your tears. Actually, that's a great segue because it is time for the first episode of our... Er, episode. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. First episode of the season. Yeah, geez. I've been hitting the bottle today. Uh, the first sponsor of our episode. This episode is brought to you by GPS Garmin. Garmin is here. Bring us some cheer. Garmin is here. Garmin is here. Give a, give a, give a, give a Garmin. Let's help us find our way to Aunt Sue's house on Christmas, even through the snow. Garmin, helping people find their way through snowstorms every month of the year, but especially around the holidays. Give a Garmin. $49.99, two for $63.15. Hey, there's finally a good deal. That is a good deal. I have a few questions about the advertisement. Yep. But very good, very good. I'm just curious, helping people through snow every month of the year. Shoot, I didn't Does it snow where you're at in like July? (laughs) It is called the Windy City, so sometimes it's cold wind. And sometimes there's snow in July. So, hey, yes. I guess I guess there could be. It's like five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. There's it's snow somewhere. Yeah, I mean helping Santa through snow every month of the year. Helping Santa through snow. And all of us. Does yeah. he come more than just in December? Man, I feel like you're really nitpicking me right now. <laughs> he 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 does. It's because your advertisement was about Christmas, and it was slight plagiarism. I feel like I I've heard say, Garmin before. I was going to say, that was uh, definitely some infringement. That was a real ad with the, with the background give a, music. Give a, give but, a Garmin. Yeah, I, I feel like I've Aunt, heard that. I added it Aunt Sue's house, and I, I kind of... I did hear that with Aunt Sue. Shouts out and Aunt I, Sue. Yeah, shouts out Aunt Sue. We love you. And um, I gave fake prices. I mean, real prices, but... You know. <laughs> My prices. Perfect. Hey, it's all right. I love it. You just took something and you just made it better. Thank you. I appreciate that. We can't wait to hear yours. <laughs> oh, gosh. I better start thinking of one. But, yes, let's go ahead and move into the Sunday afternoon slate of games. We have what? the Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos. And this is my game, right? Because I stole the game, yes. the last game from you. You stole it right from under me. So, yes, this is yours. All right. I don't think you're going to need an override, even if you had it left over. I don't think you need it in this game. This one's pretty clear cut for me. Obviously going with Les Rye, the Denver Broncos. Obviously. <laughs> uh, no. Easy peasy, Kansas City Chiefs, Broncos. We've shit on them enough throughout this year. We don't need to say much more. But the Chiefs are looking good. I like to see them. Doing good, playing, making plays, all those things. They did lose to the Bengals. They did end up losing to the Bengals, which is crazy. Patrick Mahomes has not beaten Joe Burrow yet in his career. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's really only one season because Joe Burrow was out his first season. But still, uh, it's just an interesting little rivalry that's brewing there. Um, I digress. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Not backwards. The Kansas City Chiefs should have no problem against the Denver Broncos. Completely agreed. And... I'm so confident I have nothing else to add. Chiefs aren't going to lose two in a row. Broncos can't beat anybody. They're about to be three and ten just like my boys. Um, I don't care if it's in Denver. I don't care if it's on the moon. I don't care if it's in my studio apartment here in Chicago. The same team will win no matter where it's at. I'm looking at what we have left on the confidence. So I am stealing the highest that we have left. Uh, Chiefs, 4-12. Bingo. That's what I had written on my piece of paper. So, yeah, love it. Love to hear it. Ding, 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 ding. We've got Chiefs. Wow, that was cool. I really liked that. 
I do that every week now, and every time you say, wow, that was so cool. Yeah, you do do that a lot. I don't know why I'm always so surprised when I say ding, 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 ding. Oh, geez. Okay, this one is really interesting to me, and there's some storylines behind it, this next game. Tampa Bay Bucks at San Francisco 49ers. I'm excited to see this one play out. Obviously, this is your analysis. I'll let you take it away. Um, but, yeah, there's there's some good storylines developing with this one. Yeah. This is a tough one. This was, other than the Steelers-Ravens, this was another one that I was, like, having to take a little bit of time on. On paper, it seems like this should be a pretty easy pick based off of, <clears throat> even with a win on Monday night, a very late win by Tom and Co., which, by the way, saved Max's wife, Nick, her fantasy season. So, shouts out to TV12. Um, unfortunately for, for Amy, I know you're listening in. We'll see. We got a big game, Nick versus Amy, to see who makes the playoffs this week. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, no, I agree with the fantasy, but I'm actually really nervous about this game. I maybe should have saved my override for this one. But anyways. This is tough. This is really tough, and I'm glad that I know whoever I pick we're going with. Oh, God. I'm assuming I know what confidence is going to be used on this based off your reaction. But, yeah, Bucks have been struggling a lot. That's no secret. They are 500. And they have just been limping through the entire season. Tom and his wide receivers don't seem to have much chemistry at all. A lot of drop passes, a lot of frustration on the sidelines, but they are a first-place team in maybe the worst division of all time, so that's not saying much. On the other side of the field, um, obviously Jimmy G, as the injury queen said, broke his foot, and he is obviously out on Sunday. So uh, what's his first name? What, Purdy? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy um, didn't play Purdy <laughs> on Sunday. He actually Sunday. played pretty good. He played Purdy good. <laughs> <laughs> he played pretty good. He's no, you know, he's no Justin Fields. He's no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but he did what he needed to do. Is he going to be able to do it again on Sunday? I don't know. The tipping factor in this game is where it's being played and how one defense is playing against the other. Oh, no, it looks like. Oh, that was relief. Never mind. Um, Ooh, that is a defense, sigh of relief. <clears throat> yes. I'm happy that we are on the same page. The Niners defense led by Bosa is looking like one of the best defenses. And any team that has Kittle, Debo, and CMC, I could be throwing. Mac could be throwing. They still have a good chance to win any game, and it's in San Fran. So I got the Niners. I have a pretty good feeling this is going to be a low confidence from you. Shoosh. Okay, good. I'm glad you also went Niners. Looking ahead at the games, I was like, yep, yep, yep. But I, then I was thinking of the whole storyline with Jimmy Garoppolo out. Yep. Um, and I was worried that I should have saved my override there because I could see either of us going the other way, mostly because of the starting quarterback situation. Yep. But with that in mind, just a quick little, uh, the storylines that I've been talking about developing, just a quick little background here. So Brock Purdy, you mentioned. Uh, played not so purdy, but I actually think he played purdy well. He is, if you hear, if you heard us talk about in the draft, there is one player that they give this title to at the end of every single draft. It is the very last player to be drafted by a team. They title that individual Mr. Irrelevant. And they throw this big celebration for them. They send them on this like big lavish trip and they do all this stuff because they're named Mr. Irrelevant. They 
never see the field, or so we thought. Um, these are people that, you know, they got drafted to the NFL, great, but you're there for the, the couple million you're making, and, and that's about it. You're probably never playing. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant this past year, the 2022 draft. He is now the first Mr. Irrelevant to ever score a touchdown in any NFL game. Pretty cool to see. He, I guess I was reading some stuff up on him. He was, he put in a ton of work in the offseason. He's been getting reps left and right with a lot of players. He worked his way up, obviously, when he came into the season, when he got drafted by the 49ers. You have Trey Lance there, who was your starting quarterback. Then they hang on to Jimmy Garoppolo. And you're probably thinking to yourself, I'm never touching the ball. That's all right. I'm in the NFL. I'm on the 49ers. Cool. But I'm sure you still want to play. You still got that competitive spirit. Obviously, with what happened to Trey Lance, Purdy, Brock Purdy worked his way into the second slot. He then was their backup quarterback for the past several games. He worked his way up pretty soon on and obviously now has played in his very first NFL game, got his first touchdown as Mr. Irrelevant, and is now starting starting quarterback for the 49ers moving forward. So it's a pretty sweet storyline to see Mr. Irrelevant go up against the GOAT this weekend. I did also hear some of the players were talking about how he worked his way up so early on that he has gotten a ton of reps with a lot of the starters and things of that nature. So I don't know. I I seem to, I think that he's going to do okay. The defense seems to have, have a lot of confidence in him because they've been playing him all season and off season and practices, and he's been going up against one of the best defenses in the league. So I think he'll do all right. We'll see. Man, I did not know that. I did hear that he was Mr. Irrelevant, but I did not know that super juicy nugget that a Mr. Irrelevant has never scored a touchdown. So I was actually getting really hungry. So thank you for uh, Ah, filling up my belly there. That was a very juicy nugget. Yeah, no problem. I could tell you were a little hungry, and so I wanted to throw that nugget out there. I thought that was a pretty cool cool thing that's obviously happening uh, over there in San Francisco. Wow. And I love that storyline too, Mr. Irrelevant versus the GOAT. I am going to be tuning in for that one on Sunday afternoon. That is going to be juicy. That's going to be juicy. It's exciting to see. Um, But yes, all that to say, I do still have this one low just because you never know with somebody, a rookie quarterback, they don't often come in and do incredible. Um, He's got now a full week under his belt with practice and everything like that, but you never know against the GOAT. So I'm keeping one this this one low. And with what we have left, I'm looking, I'm going to bump this one down to two. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly what I had on my paper. All right. Perfect. I did have them a little higher, but some of the other ones got stolen, uh, but only slightly higher, like two points higher. So Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Awesome. All right. We are cruising along. We've got next up the Carolina Panthers at Seattle Seahawks. And, and I believe this is oh, your analysis. Sorry, this one is mine. I just was talking so much about Mr. Irrelevant. I thought that maybe I was passing the mic off. But hey, we, we love Mr. Irrelevant here, and I am actually sending him some swag as we speak. Hey, we should. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, coming your way. Coming your way. This one I'll keep somewhat short and sweet. Uh, Obviously, the Seattle Seahawks have been right on the verge of the playoffs as well. They have been doing really good. Our whole tagline this whole season has been about Geno Smith writing back and all these things. Uh, I thought he was going to write back this past weekend. 
but they ended up squeaking out a win, which was pretty good for us. We ended up having them and choosing them and thought they were going to lose for a minute. And Gino, thank goodness, he didn't write back yet. Oof, he had the pen Oof. out. He was so ready. He I'm did. He so had it out. He, he was about to sign that John Hancock, and then he held off. He said, psych. Psych. Thank you, Gino. Don't do it again this weekend, but I do need you to do it in a few weeks from now to help my boys' playoff chances. But I've got them for this weekend against the Carolina Panthers. I've got the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. With us only having three left, I agree with um, the Seahawks. And I just wrote out all the competences we have already used. We have five, six, and eight available. Looking at the games below, I would say I'm most confident in this game. And thankfully, I know there's no overrides. So I am going to go eight for Seattle. All right. I actually already had them at eight. I didn't have to make any changes there. So Boom. ding, 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 ding. Whoa, that was cool. <laughs> and speaking of things that are cool, as oh, we head geez. into this Sunday <laughs> night game, I'd say all of our Wave Riders can agree that your advertisements have turned into a pretty cool part of the podcast. Uh, so we'd love to hear another one. I don't know about that, but I appreciate that compliment. I think people just love to... Uh, listen to us make absolute fools of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that too, of course. That too. But uh, yes, so this, Making Waves Week 14 NFL Confidence Pool podcast is brought to you by Ritz Crackers. Ritz Crackers. Yummy, yummy. Ritz Crackers in my tummy. <sighs> Put on a little peanut butter or maybe some cheese. Ritz crackers are the snack that you need. Ritz crackers. Yummy, yummy. That's me fading out the, the jingle. Ritz crackers. Why did that sound like Delilah? Like being super soft on the radio at night. Said, yummy, Delilah. Yummy. Oh my God. You know, I need to change my strategy because you always start like slow and then you're able to come up with a rhyme and oh, yeah. it always works out so yeah, well. Yeah, you can't, you can't jump into it because then if you amp oh, up was... and you're too fast, oh, it's my hard God, to get that the was rhyme. So funny. But if you drag it out, like maybe some cheese and then you can think, okay, it needs to be rhyme with cheese. Need. Perfect. Done. Check. Oh my God. That was so good. I was crying at that. That was maybe my favorite <laughs> one. I don't know why that was so funny. Because you said yummy, yummy, and I was like, what? I was not expecting yummy, yummy, but once again, it worked out, and I think you won the advertisements again. That was no, a good one. No, way. You've got, the, you've got the great advertisement, just slight plagiarism. <laughs> a little, little plagiarized, but wow, what a good combination. Garmin and Ritz, a really good combo, you know, together. Hey, you know, for the holidays, Garmin to get you through the snow, a little Ritz once you get there. Yeah, whether you use peanut butter or cheese, it's it's all good stuff. Yeah, both are delicious. A little peanut butter on a Ritz cracker. Oh. A little cheese on the side. Oh, maybe a little both. Whoa, don't get too crazy Ew. here. Oh, my God, yuck. <laughs> Sounds like a pop pot will be uh, really doing work if you do that. <laughs> it's Don't knock it till you try it. It's actually pretty good. I did not know about cheese and peanut butter. Wait, hold the phone. Yes, Nick, my wife... Eats cheese with peanut butter. It's actually really good. If you're listening and you think that's disgusting, try it. It's pretty good. Are you worried about sleeping next to someone <laughs> no. that eats actually, cheese and peanut butter? She actually got me onto it a little bit. It's really good. 
I would be a little concerned if I was you on that one. You should try it. Cheese and peanut butter. Yes, try it. I will give it a try. So and it's I will sweet. Let you... It's sweet and savory. It's good. When I'm done throwing up, I'll make sure to text you and say thanks for that. Bob, all right, fine. Next next week on this podcast, can you please, do you happen to have cheese and peanut butter? Can you I just... do have, I don't have any chips on me right now, but I will not. You don't need a mo- chip. T- just dip cheese in the peanut butter. Tell me how it tastes. Go get it right now. I'm going to move along to the next game, please. Ne- next episode, I actually will be prepared with Ritz, but the cheese that I have you right now. You don't need Ritz. You don't need Ritz. I just I know, wanna, but I, just I wanted... have like slabs of cheese i would rather not do that right before working out for my bell bell just Next one week, i promise just one okay Fine. perfect and i'm gonna move along while bob goes and grabs that <laughs> while bob goes and grabs that i'm gonna move along sunday 8 20 p.m we have the miami dolphins at los angeles chargers and i'm still talking even though this is Bob's game. I have a feeling that we are going to agree on this game here. Can you hear me, Bob? Oh, he can't oh, hear sorry, me. I can't hear you. I heard you say, just oh, he talking, can. even though this is Bob's game. <laughs> oh, you can hear me. Okay, perfect. All right, well. Okay, here I come. Here I come. Okay, so here sorry. he comes with the cheese and the crackers. And this while we wait, disgusting. I'll just keep this singing to you. literally cracker. provolone cheese. Okay, well, I don't know if that's going to be good. What that, I, I that, You like the cheddar. That's what I was trying to explain to you, but you're like, please, please, please. You didn't provolone. explain it. I could have said was, it's provolone. You said, I've got was, slabs of cheese. What does that make a difference? I, okay, here we go. Yeah. All right, we'll just try with the provolone. I'm curious. Oh, my God. We can see. Nice right. little scoop there. Yep. Yeah, wait a minute. Yes, I wish you could all see his face right now because he immediately looked up at me. He looked like a deer in headlights. His eyes were big and he started smiling. I'm literally getting a little bit more. That actually wasn't bad at all. I'm literally going in for seconds. Oh, nom, nom. Okay. (laughs) See? I'm shocked. Nick is on something. Nick, absolutely on to something. I'm so sorry. I take it back. Whatever you want for the podcast and confidences, deal. (laughs) <laughs> That's really good. If you are listening and have not tried that combination, please just give it a small try. You won't be sorry. If you don't like it, that's all right, but it's it's not bad. It's not disgusting. It's just a little sweet and savory. It's good. Honestly, I actually really like that. I might be eating cheese and peanut butter for the rest of the night. It's really good. I'm not kidding. Try it uh, with steak. a little sharp cheddar, too. Ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, now I can stop stalling. Um, This is your game, the Miami Dolphins at Los Angeles Chargers. I was laughing at the fridge because I literally could hear you. I'm just talking over here to buy some time. This is Bob's Literally just just talking talking. to myself. The screen, you're not on the screen anymore. I can't see you. I can't hear you. I'm just talking to myself. That was actually hilarious. I was laughing to myself as I was grabbing that great combination. Shouts out to Nick for coming up with that concoction. Shouts out to you for making me do it. Yes, to save the time that we just um, wasted of me getting my cheese and peanut butter, this was easy for me, even though the Chargers have been playing better ball. They lost to the Raiders, uh, which was a tough loss for them at home. The Dolphins lost a tough game um, to the Niners. I still think the Dolphins are one of the best teams in football. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row. I've got the Dolphins. Totally agree. I also have the Dolphins. They're. I don't think they're going to lose again either. Obviously, that was a big game that had a lot of 
different storylines with the different coaching, uh, Mike McDaniel, and then obviously Kyle Shanahan coaching together for 14 seasons ahead of time. I, I don't know. There was a lot there, and the 49ers just have an incredible defense. So I don't think you can hold too much against the Dolphins. It'd be a shame to take away the rest of their season just because of that one bad loss. So I agree. I've got the Dolphins, and I have them at five. Okay. I wonder what I'm going to do confidence-wise for the last game. Oh, baby, baby. We've got Monday night, 8.15 p.m., the New England Patriots at Arizona Cardinals. And... Oh, I could really screw you up here. I Please feel don't. Like if I chose one of these teams. Remember, we're a team. This we is not an individual team. game. Thank you you're very right, much. You're right. You're right. Good point. I'm over so here much, like, I'm going to screw you. <laughs> Mac just has so much confidence or so much um, experience in our long friendship of just really sticking it to me when I got no no way to defend myself. And I mean, had to, I had to reel her back in there. We're a team here. This hey, is making says waves. the guy who overrode my team. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was just a you thing. That's just, you know. Mac and Bob, that's how we do. Fair enough. Okay. Yes, not to screw you. I'm going to be honest Thank you so here. much. I have, obviously, we have the Cardinals, who on paper should be a great team. Obviously, they've yeah. got Kyler Murray. They have um, some big weapons, Marquise Brown, that they acquired. They've got DeAndre Hopkins back in the lineup. They have been doing okay. But just in general, they have not been a great team this year. And the Patriots, on the other hand, I feel like they have been looking really good. They looked so good against the Vikings um, this past weekend. Remind me, who did they play this past weekend? The Patriots? Yes. Uh, the Patriots lost on Thursday to the Bills. Yes, that's right. So they played They played really good against the Vikings. They put, They had two really good back-to-back games, the Vikings and the Bills. Yep. Obviously both incredibly different games. Difficult games. They didn't look as good against the Bills, but I still have hope that Mac Jones, they've kind of been letting him rip him down the field a little bit more. They've been letting him throw a lot more rather than just running. The Patriots obviously still have incredible staffing. think they're going to be able to get this one done here. I've got the Patriots Monday night. And I've got the Patriots Monday night for a confidence level of, if anybody guesses this, will Venmo you $1,000, six. <laughs> Venmo you $1,000. Nope, nobody okay, guessed it Bob in that time. Went, oh, nobody did? Oh, okay. It had to be, it had to be like right now live. So we can't uh, be getting DMs like six. Yes. Okay, so it fair. Um, yep. But it would have, and by the way, it wouldn't have been from my Venmo. It would have been from the Making Waves like pool Shared of money Venmo. Venmo. Yes, which hmm. is really, really high from all of our ads. I didn't know that we had one of those. Oh, I could have sworn I'd been sharing that with you. Oh, Interesting. Interesting. Really I knew we interesting. were getting some uh, royalties for all these advertisements, but didn't know where they were going. Yeah, it's weird that it was like that. It got like linked to my bank account, but uh, hmm. yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure I'll eventually share that with you. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Which, by the way, I actually need to. I still need to complete that Venmo that you sent me yesterday from uh, from this this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeez, you've been making all that money for the advertisements. You can't even split the uh, recording platform with me. Insert me accepting Venmo request. <laughs> But yes, folks, this was so much fun. We love the holiday hustle. We both used our override very, very efficiently, I'd say. With the two games that we disagreed on, we both used the override successfully against the other person. So that was fun. And yes, next week, if you did not hear it last season, Christmas Chaos is actually my favorite episode of the season. I don't know about you, Mac, but I love Christmas Chaos. We're doing two weeks in one uh, to make up for us being being home with our families um, in a couple weeks. So I'm really excited. Do not miss out. 
Do not miss out. Thanks for sticking with us through all the shenanigans per usual. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.